Hello there. Presented by the Atlas Strength Shop. This is the Atlas Nerds in Iron podcast. With your hosts, Cameron Ray and Tyler Hales. Good morning. Welcome to the Atlas Nerds and Iron Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Ray. This is our co-host, Mr. Tyler Hales. Hey, everybody. Been a while, Tyler. How you been? Um, I've been good. You know, um, for any of those y'all that follow me on social media know that my grandmother passed away this week. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've sent a message or phone call or anything that you've showed gratitude towards me and my family, uh, from the bottom of my, bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Awesome, awesome. How do you think Daryl did in your absence? I think Daryl did great. I was yeah. very, very, very entertained. I was too. Like, I really, because we did not, we pulled that show out of our ass probably about two hours before we actually started recording. Had no idea what we were going to talk about. And yeah. Daryl just talked and talked and talked and talked. It was perfect. There was no awkward pause anywhere. Yeah. It, it was it was good stuff all the way through. Just funny story after funny story. Yeah. I was all about it. So, you caught up on uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? I am. Awesome. I can't wait to talk about it with you. But first, uh, we got these little concoctions. Should we talk about this now or wait until we get to that part of the sponsorship? Let's wait till we get to that part of the sponsorship. Yes. Okay. Hopefully, it goes well so we don't make them look bad. All right. So, our first and foremost, our very first sponsor is Unmasked Studio. Go check him out on Unmasked Studio on Instagram. Go and comment on your favorite cosplay that he does. He makes really, really awesome stuff. He recently made a really cool Captain America. Have you seen him put out anything recently that I might have missed? Uh, not lately. This week's been kind of a blur for me. That so is yeah, entirely understandable, yeah. man. Uh, but yeah, go and tag us in your favorite cosplay that he did. If you got a con coming up, consider using him for your cosplay needs. He will make you look like the slickest guy at, or girl at the convention center. Next up, we have Strike Force Energy. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. Use promo code ATLASSTRENGTH at checkout. You're going to save 20%. And on that note, we're going to talk a little bit about this uh, really dehydrated urine-looking drink that we have in our glass. <laughs> I'm kind of scared right now. All right, so what this is, this is a twisted tea. We split it in half. It's been in our fridge since the memes. And... Uh, we put Strike Force Energy in it. I know he's got lemon in his. We only had one lemon, so I have an orange in mine. Uh, what do they call that? Call that a John Daly? A John Daly, We're yes. going to call this a redneck John Daly. There we go. Because this is uh, a John Daly is sweet tea. It's, you said sweet tea, lemonade, and then vodka? Yes. Yeah, this is a twisted tea in Strike Force Energy. Okay, so I'm fixing to take my first sip of this. Uh, bear with me. Right. Or don't. I don't You're going to want to turn that around. Otherwise, it's just going to spill all over you. <laughs> That's what sa- she said. I just saved you. All right, let's see. It's kind of weird. That is weird. I'm going to finish it, though. Oh, yeah, me yeah. too. I'm no quitter. Uh, So, I've never had a Twisted Tea before. I don't know how to compare it with the Twisted Tea. I have a feeling the Strike Force made it better, though. Yeah, uh, there's definitely a lot of... Lemon. It's very citrus. Very citrusy. But yeah. Mine just tastes like a brisk iced tea. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't taste the strike force in it very much. No. Which means the uh we probably should have used two packets. Yeah. You wanna go put like six pumps real quick? Better not. I wanna sleep tonight. All right, so that does seem like a bad (laughs) idea. All right, so our next sponsor. Oh, Again, Strike Force Energy. Use promo code Atlas Strength at checkout. Save twenty percent and experiment with your favorite alcoholic drink. Put some random shit in there. See how it works out. Absolutely. All right. So our next sponsor, we have Impact Mouth Guards. You want to protect your grill? Use Impact Mouth Guards. They make them for strength sports. They make them for imp- uh, for combat sports. They make them if you grind your teeth when you sleep. Use promo code Atlas Strength at checkout. You are going to save ten percent. And you're going to get the best mouth guards you've ever gotten in your entire life. I know uh, Lauren this past week just recently got hers, right? Yeah, and she's been using it. She's been walking around. Looks like uh, she can talk with it in there. Kind of looks like she's got a dip in her mouth, which <laughs> looks hilarious. Yeah. But the fact that uh, she always knows where her mouth guard is is pretty cool. And, yeah, she seems to love it. So, Yeah, 
if you're listening to us or watching us on YouTube, I'm actually wearing a very, very comfortable t-shirt of theirs. They have they have apparel, too. Mm-hmm. So And on hey. promo code, it'll work for their apparel, too, won't it? Yes, it will. Awesome. It'll work for their apparel, their tape. Like, we got their tape on all of our um, our yokes out there to help yep. grip it to your back. Yep. Uh, we've got a couple rolls that we use for stones. They make some really awesome stuff. It, it goes great as stone tape. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, doesn't rip all your hair off like Gorilla Tape will. Mm-hmm. All right, so how about you? Ready to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah, so uh, because of last week, we, uh, we weren't able to cover Episode 5, so we're going to... This is going to be like a twofer. We're going to cram two episodes into one as far as coverage goes. Mm-hmm. So and and you know, episode six is the finale of it. Yep. So let's let's get to it. All right. So episode five, we uh, we open up with John Walker. He just killed uh, a man in cold blood, and he is running away from the scene. He runs to this warehouse to hide, and who's in there waiting for him? But Sam and James. Sam, of course, he tries to do his thing where he tries to de-escalate the situation, get him to come in peacefully, because that's what Sam does. Bucky looks angry the whole time, and he is just staring at the shield. Sam continues to try to talk him down, and Walker says, you do not want to do this. That's when Sam talks for the first time and is like, yeah, we do. Yeah. And that's when the fight starts. And let's face it, this fight was really more of a fight between Bucky and and John Walker. Sam got a few hits in, but... Sam was there. He got a participation award. Yes, but, like, Bucky took all of his rage out on this dude, and John Walker, he held his own. He Um, did. He was a good fighter in his own right before he got the Super Soldier Serum, but now that he he snuck that into his body, he's got a little extra oomph. So it makes sense that he was able to hold his own so well, and it took both of them to take him down. But, yeah, Sam definitely carried the brunt of that fight, which, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, the biggest thing that we that you really saw from the fight, though, a couple things, was John Walker just ripping Sam's wings off. Yep. Like it were nothing, just complete, uh, almost taking him out of the fight completely. And the fact that he almost killed both Bucky and Sam the same way that he did the Flag Smasher just a few minutes ago in the park. Right. Yeah, he uh, he's definitely powerful and... In an insane way, he meant well, but you see just how unhinged he still is, especially with this new power he has. Yes. Um, it's like that meme that you sent me. This uh, this TV show could really just be called Institutional Racism and How the United States Treats Its Veterans. Yep. Because I can almost guarantee you, and you, you've served, I'm sure you saw plenty of this, how many guys that we know really needed help but we're told, hey, if you go and get help, it's going to be the end of your career. Yep. I can almost guarantee you John is one of those soldiers. Exactly. It, it's one of those cease-to-exist situations. Yeah. They, like, you don't get one Medal of Honor and not see some shit. And that dude has three. Right. He should not be in that situation to begin with, but here we go. The government's put him in that situation because they're going to milk their soldiers for all that they can get out of them. Right. Which is a shame, and this is in no way absolving John of any guilt for what he did. But I'm just saying there's, he's a complicated character. When they were having the hearing with John, when he was having to face the senators Mm -hmm. and the brass and everything like that, they had me there for a second. They they had me feeling sorry for John Walker for for just a moment because he said, I've did everything by your mandates. Yes. I did everything you asked me to do so far. In his mind, he is following orders. And what makes a perfect soldier? Following orders. Yeah. And one thing that I've been seeing all over social media was that he killed somebody unarmed. I have a huge problem with that because he killed a guy that can rip a car door off with his bare hands. That guy was a super soldier. Yeah. Yeah. I do not consider a super soldier unarmed. No. You know, just because he doesn't have a gun in his hand doesn't mean he's not going to do some serious damage if you let him go about his free will, I mean, about his death. What about, I mean, talking about guns, man? The guy yeah. was carrying around two of them. Right? Yeah. Two guns. Yeah. Left like, and right. Like, we're, we're calling him unarmed when just a few minutes prior, Carly punched a dude to death. The same, with the, you know, with the same power. Yes. With the same power. 
Yes. Killed a guy. Now, again, I am not absolving John of any wrongdoing in this. I'm just saying that... Oh, John's an asshole. John is a huge asshole. Yeah. That's his character. He is an asshole. But like we talked about last time you and I got together, and I think we talked about episode four last time. Right. The Marvel shows are not dealing in black and white. They are dealing in shades of gray. And John Walker is definitely a shades of gray kind of a character. You know, for better or worse, like it or not, it's creative. What's that? The gray. The oh yeah, gray storylines. Realistically, it's, it's, the only character in this series that does not exist in Shades of Gray is Sam. Sam straightforward. Yes, yeah. and that is because he is geared up to be the next Captain America, and that is why Steve chose him. Right, because he does not. But even Steve existed in Shades of Gray. Right, like going against the Slokovia uh, Accords, and like that was not a cut and dry situation. Right, you know, lying to Tony about. You know, how his parents died. It was not a cut and dry situation. No, it wasn't. But Tony was an asshole in that show, in that movie, too. <laughs> All right. So he almost kills. As we already talked about. So Sam and Bucky, they wind up, they get his shield. Bucky throws it down to Sam like, here, don't give it away this time. Looking just pissed off that Sam even put him in this situation. Which I can understand why he was pissed. And we cut to... Um, we cut to the trial where John Walker is stripped of everything. He's stripped of his rank. He's stripped of all of his uh, retirement. He's stripped of any benefits he has. So this guy can't even go and get help from the VA for the mental issues that's going on in his brain, which to me that seemed wrong, but at the same time. That's status quo for the VA. Yeah, and he also, but he also did kill a POW. You probably should have seen some jail time. Yeah. So there is that. And they just, they let him walk free. And that is when we are introduced to Elaine from Seinfeld. <laughs> I did not see that coming. No. Um, but yeah, either. she played, I cannot remember all of her names, but she, uh, she played, uh, that's Madame Hydra. Yeah. That, that's who that is. Uh, she was. Or Val. Yeah, or Val. Don't call her that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> call her that in your head. <laughs> but so she played an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a very long time. She was one of Nick Fury's love interests. Then we find out that she was a member of Hydra, but she was actually double-crossing Hydra so that she could bring on Leviathan, which if you ever watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know all about that character. So they're obviously doing something different with her character. Uh, looking forward to seeing what that is. But yeah, she's definitely up to no good. But we, I, I have a feeling she's going to wind up leading us into the Thunderbolts. And while all this is going on, Sam is going to visit Isaiah. He brings the S.H.I.E.L.D. with him. Isaiah's like, do not pull that thing out. And that's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> it's uh, like, uh, Jesus, dude. And, uh, um, blazing saddles. Excuse me while I whoop this out. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Isaiah really gets down in the weeds, explaining to Sam what went on with him. And it is really messed up. And Sam understands why he feels the way he do. Hell, we, us as an audience, we all understand why Isaiah would be pissed off at the government. I mean, we get that. Yeah, yes. he has a right to be pissed off at the government. The government really did that dude dirty. And Sam, he 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 just doesn't know what to do with the shield at that point. Like he he's conflicted. He wants to he wants to take up the shield for his friend, but at the same time, Isaiah doesn't think it's a good idea. But Isaiah also probably thinks what's, what happened to him is also going to happen to Sam. If he right. Does he doesn't want to see that happen to Sam. Yeah. He's seen Sam in a public light up to this point. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, he just he doesn't want him to get hurt. Which is understandable. Right. So, after that, we wind up back in Sam's hometown. He's with his sister. They're trying to figure out what the hell to do about this boat. Calling all the favors from his friends and family. Which had me thinking... This is the Falcon. He is an Avenger. Why is he calling all the friends and fam uh, friends in the neighborhood when this dude can just put up a GoFundMe? It's like, hey, guy that helped kill Thanos here. Yeah. Could you help my sister pay her bills real right. quick? Yeah. yeah. I haven't had income for five years, and we're kind of broke right now, but yeah. I saved the universe. Could you could you help me out? Exactly. Like I, this, I just... Like, this dude could set up a GoFundMe and be set for life, but that wouldn't really play into the story, so what can you do? 
being in South Louisiana, he probably could have asked for political favors, but he would have been on the hook. No, for, he couldn't have. He could have been on. He he would have he would have been on the hook in this corrupt ass state. Who's he going to ask for a political favor from in this state? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's all our state history is is yeah. political favors. Fair enough. Uh, we can do a whole episode on Huey Long. I would love to do an episode on Huey Long. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun, but I don't really think that's our demographic. Let's that is le- not our demo. Let, You're let's right. Let's leave that to Dan Carlin. He can yeah. do a whole episode on Huey Long. If you've never listened to Hardcore History from Dan Carlin, go listen to Hardcore History from Dan Carlin. After is, you listen to us, of yes, course. Yeah, and his episodes are like five hours long, so definitely pause it and listen to our new episodes every week and the year and a half it takes you to listen to a single Dan Carlin episode. <laughs> I mean... Like, he did a six-episode-long series, each one five episodes, on World War One, and it was like taking a fucking college course on World War One. And to think... That dude pe- gets detailed. And to think there's these people that charge tens of thousands of dollars for that. Right? Yeah. The internet is free, people. Yes, it is. All right. So is the library. Just uh, goodwill hunting that shit. Stop, <laughs> stop paying into the... Uh, the education industrial complex. Anyway. All right. So that's our soapbox about that. <laughs> so they're getting the boat fell out. They're getting the boat fixed up. And during all this, while, while all this is going on, Bucky goes and finds Zemo. He's in Slokovia, which has a dude as broke as Bucky get from point A to point B so fast. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess the Wakandans like gave him like a black card or something. The uh, the credit card. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I should specify that. Yeah. Given the context of what wow, we're talking about. Wow, yes, yes. Yeah. Absolutely, Because yeah, yes. I just realized that a lot of people probably don't know what an American Express black card is. Uh, so He is talking about a monetary instrument. Yes. Just so we're a, clear. It is a yes. real thing. All right. Okay. Don't cancel us. Mm. So... <clears throat> he goes, he talks to Zemo... Zemo's like, I took the liberty to scratch you out of my book, or in your book. We're good. Zemo thinks he's about to die, and that's when John does this big theatrical thing. Not John. Um, James does this big rea- uh, theatrical thing. He pulls the trigger. The gun's empty. I don't know why he felt the need to do that. It didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me, but that's what he did, and that's when the uh, Dormelage showed up to take Zemo in, and Zemo's like, hey, I knew this was coming. I'm gonna take my lick, and they take him to the uh, to the raft. The raft, which, if you remember, the raft is the prison that General Thunderbolt Ross he mans uh, he um, not mans he uh, heads that up, and that is where the Avengers uh, Cap and his team were taken at the end of Captain America: Civil War. Uh, so we know in the comic book Zemo heads up the Thunderbolt, so we know that's where this is leading. Right, uh, especially with uh, with the introduction of Val. With John Walker being brought on, the writing's on the wall for Thunderbolts, and I really I can't wait for that. It's gonna be much better than the Suicide Squad. Which, by the way, have you seen the previews for the new Th- uh, Suicide Squad movie? I haven't watched the full trailer. I haven't brought myself to watch the full trailer. It looks much better than good. the other ones. Yes. Good, but Mortal Kombat looked really good too. And you haven't seen it yet. I haven't either. watched it yet. I have never been so disappointed with a movie I was so hyped for. I, I'm, I'm excited to watch I'm still excited to watch it. Yeah. Going in with an open mind. Okay. Okay. We, we can talk about it after you watch it. Okay. All right. So after all that happens, an undisclosed period of time occurs where, you know, James somehow, like, teleports across the earth, you know, instead of flying for 18 hours on a plane. And he is now at Sam's after asking the Dora Milaje if he can get one more favor from them. And he's like, hey, I just need you to sign for this, and I'll be on my way. In the meantime, he grabs a pallet of stuff out of a truck, puts it on the ground with a super strength. That wasn't just a pallet of stuff. That pallet had a whole-ass engine block on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that was heavy. And yeah. <laughs> he one that super soldiered it. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Full-on super soldiered it. Yeah. So he gets that on the ground, There's- and he winds up uh, helping Sam because Sam doesn't know righty tighty lefty Lucy. Even though, you know, he's a grown ass man. In all fairness, that was that appeared to be a 
the possible it, it was possible that that could be reverse threaded. That was not reverse thread. He said you got to go up with it, <sighs> which means he tightened. <laughs> Come on, Sam. This guy's an Avenger. His real name's Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <sighs> also, like I almost made like an Air Force joke. You yeah, know, Sam is Air Force. Yeah. It occurred to me at some point somebody had to sit uh, sit Steve down and explain to him what the Air Force was. Yeah, and you're why, right. And why they make more money when they have to sleep in army barracks. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> that, that cracked me up. Uh, he's like, he's like, they do, they do what now? <laughs> <laughs> they think Qatar's a deployment. Uh, uh, we just lost all of our Air Force listeners. No. I don't think we had any Air Force listeners. And if we did, bye. Sorry, not sorry. All right. Anyway. Back on track. <laughs> so Sam asks if he needs some help. He's like, yeah, man, that'd be great. I appreciate it. Then Bucky hits on Sam's sister. How you doing? Yeah. I don't, I don't know uh, what it was about Wakanda, but he seems to have a type now. <laughs> hey. Oh, go Bucky. Yep. And Sam's just watching all this unfold like, oh, hell no. Yep. Right. She was into it. She was all about it. You know, the dude that just picked up a ton and. Put it on the ground like it was nothing. What you? What else can you do with that arm, Bucky? He's <laughs> <laughs> got a vibrate mode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Oh God. So they get going to this big montage where you know he's helping them out, getting the boat ready, uh, and they go play catch with the with Captain America's shield. Which that's something if you notice. There's, I noticed a couple things. Bucky is catching that without any issue whatsoever. Yeah. Every time Sam catches it, he's got to kind of recoil into it. Yeah. Which makes sense because he's a super soldier. Or Bucky's a super soldier. He isn't. Right. But one thing I noticed was he had no problem tossing that thing catching it over and over again. Yeah. Which made the training montage make no sense to me. That comes up later. But they have this conversation. Uh it, if we find out that Bucky knew Steve's plan the whole time, uh, which really kind of makes their goodbye a lot sadder when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, because, you know, Bucky knew he wasn't going to see his friend again uh, after after he left. And they make the comment about how Sam, or neither Sam nor Steve really understood what it meant to give a black man the shield. And, you know, Bucky apologizes for the way he was acting because of all this and understands why Sam's doing what he's doing. At the same time, he explained how he, why he felt the way yes. he did. Yes. yes. Uh, after that, we, we cut to a scene where, or did the Sam already, or at this point had Bucky already woken up on Sam's couch yes. and seen the kids playing yes. with the shield. Yes. thought I'm about to be their daddy. Yeah. I'm about to be your stepdad. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. So, after that, we get Sam in this conversation with his sister. His sister basically says, what the fuck are you doing? You got to do this. Yeah. And that's when we get the training montage where Sam's throwing the shield, missing things, not catching it, breaking stuff, which we just watched you know, five minutes ago. He was doing just fine. So I don't understand why he was having such a problem and why the training montage was needed. I mean, this dude's still an Avenger. Why is he, you know, why does he feel like he's got to get his push-up game up? I don't know. He's re, he's reclassing. Yeah. He's reclassing on this whole thing. Yeah. But uh, in my head, um, what TV show was that where Team America World Police where mm. oh they boy. did the, uh, the montage? Yeah. Uh, that song was playing in my head. America. No, not that one. No? The, uh, the we're going to do a montage song. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That was playing in my head during his entire training montage. Yes. Uh, but America Fuck Yeah would be a good track over on it, that. No, that's that's for the reveal, for for the suit. Ah, oh, yeah. Yes. Never mind. Let's shelve yeah, that. As yeah. soon as he busts Definitely through shelve glass, that, yeah. hit it with the America Fuck Yeah. America <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to Carly, and she's having a conversation with, uh, with Sarah. Sarah says, hey, we got this guy. He's going to help you out. Uh, got him out of prison. 
and she's planning her attack on the GRC in order to uh, to prevent the the vote to get every to get all the refugees back to their original country. And that's when we see that uh, what was his name again? George St. Pierre. Yeah, George St. Pierre. That he's he's back in the fold, and he's like, I don't give a shit about any of this. I just want to kill Sam. It's like you can kill Sam after you help us. And we uh, we end the episode with GRC headquarters. The senator that's been kind of behind the scenes being an asshole the whole time, he's like, why do we even need to vote? Let's just kick these people out now. They're like, no, we have to do this the right way for the public. And that's when the power goes out and there's static all over the TVs and shit. Right, row. Yep. We, uh, we then, Sam hears the news. He opens up the box and it's, you know, the uh, um, Pulp Fiction moment where they don't show us what's in the damn box. <laughs> that's when we get our first uh, post credit scene. Pulp Fiction could be the movie Seven. Could be. I don't remember much about the movie Seven. What's in the box? Yeah. What's in the fucking box? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Could be. It's whatever you want it to be. Yes. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so then we get our first post credit scene of the series, and it very much kind of, it kind of felt like the remember the end of Endgame where you had the uh, the hammer strikes coming mm-hmm. in. That's how they open it up. And it's John Walker making his own shield and embedding his emblems onto it. And Homie is a shitty welder. He is. <laughs> but that finished product looked good, though. The finished product looked good for all intents and purposes. Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe, uh, maybe he used his money to get it you know, professionally He can't weld worth a damn. And yes, he knows how to use an angle grinder. Yes. <laughs> That's what I've learned from that. Pretty much. Yeah. But at the end of the episode, I thought, wow, they're going to have to kill this dude. Yeah. And that didn't happen. So episode six. Right on into episode six. Let's so go. Episode six, it picks off right where we left off with episode five with the GRC. Everybody's starting to storm the area. It, enough time has passed where police have shown up. Bucky is on the scene. Uh, he's got He's got radio contact with Sam. Sam's like, hey, got us some help. And that's when we see Sarah is also there. And she's wearing the same... Uh, Facial re, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not reconfiguration, but she's wearing a disguise, the same disguise that Black Widow was using in Captain America: Winter Soldier yeah. to disguise herself as one of the Hydra agents. And so we we see Carly. She's like, wait, where? You know, she realized Sam is there. So we see the Falcon silhouette in the horizon. Shortly after that's when we get the suit reveal. We just see a shield come into the glass where all the hostages are, and then Sam comes in and he is in full. He's in full costume and he, it looks awesome. He makes just absolute full wreckage of that first flag smasher he comes across. He too. does. He does. Yeah. And the costume is almost identical to what it is in the comics, and looks very similar to Captain America's costume in Captain America: Winter Soldier. Except I don't know if you noticed this. Captain America's costume and Captain America Winter Soldier. It had the star in the center and then had the three stripes coming off. Mm-hmm. Sam's only has two stripes. It's one of the stripes missing from it. Hmm. There has to be something behind that. Right? Almost like something's missing from the equation. Something has left their life. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I thought that was a nice touch. Uh, shortly after that, we get the fight with George St. Pierre. It is obvious that he is a much better fighter than Sam. But Sam, he's got his vibranium suit now. He's got the shield, and he uses every trick that he has at his disposable uh, his disposal for this. Eventually, he realizes that he's got to get out of there. So he doesn't even really beat George St. Pierre. He just incapacitates him real quick, and he heads out. <coughs> so that dude's still around for another movie. Yeah, I think they really like. I'm his excited about they that too. Kill him off. Yeah, I'm I'm excited what. He has a lot of upside. There's a big ceiling for what he could be. Why is she yelling? Who was that? That, that was Lauren. Lauren? Yeah. No, she knows. Lauren Wells, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. She knows damn well we're recording in here. <laughs> and just going just gonna to yell. <clears throat> so, anyway. Yeah, but I, there's a lot of potential there. There, there really is. And this episode moved so fast. It did. 
So while all this is going on, we've got we've got Bucky on the ground. He's fighting off all the flag smashers. He's going up against Carly, and that's when this asshole shows up. John Walker shows up on the scene in his Captain America suit with his homemade raggedy shield. Look like he got it out of a fucking Cracker Jack box. And he's yelling for Carly Morgan. Yep. And that's all he's worried about through the whole episode. Well, not really through the whole episode. So they start fighting, or they're about to start fight. Carly apologizes for uh, Lamar's death. And she actually says probably the worst thing that she could have said to John Walker. She says, I'm sorry about the death of your friend. I don't want to kill people who don't matter. And that just sets John off. You think Lamar's life didn't matter? And she doubles down on it. And she was like, not to my fight, not it to doesn't. My cause. Yeah, exactly. And so they spent, there were a couple problems that I really had with the season finale. Or series finale, really. They only I, uh, yeah, yeah that, that, that's it. They spent an entire five episodes making Carly out to be a likable, sympathetic character. And then there were just a few lines that they threw out in this last one that just threw all that goodwill out. That was one. Yep. Telling telling her people, I, it doesn't matter if we all die doing this. You know, she doesn't she doesn't care about her people. She doesn't she doesn't care that Lamar's dead. And there was one other thing that she said. I, I can't I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. But they. They just did a 180 on whether or not we were supposed to like right. their character. Yeah, you know, they, they as the children say, all of her her nucleus of people that surrounded her looked at her kind of yeah. in a sus tone. It's, Whenever it's, she said that it doesn't matter if we live or die, our cause is strong enough to go on. It's almost like there was a subplot that Disney had planned to do that they just decided, you know, at the last second we can't really do that and they had to rethink the plot at the last second. Man, but why couldn't they, right? Yeah. Why couldn't they? Anyway. So so Saint, or so John Walker and Carly, they start fighting. The shield's completely fucking useless. And he winds up, uh, they wind up set, setting a diversion. There's a car on fire. John Walker actually abandons the fight, saves some people. So now he's redeemed. You know, we forget just two episodes ago he murdered the dude. Yeah, he straight up killed a guy. And now he, next time we see him, he's cracking jokes with Bucky. Yeah, that didn't, I mean, how, you know, Bucky knows how much of a shitbag this guy still is, yet. And he's like buddy cop with him. Yeah, so he's all of a sudden accepting of him? That doesn't sit well with me. Especially considering he showed up with a fake-ass Captain America shield. Right, yeah. And knowing how Bucky feels about that shield, too. It, it went against it went against John Walker's character. It went against Bucky's character. And in my opinion, it was an insult to us as an audience. The way they handled his redemption arc. <clears throat> like, the way that should have gone down was... John... It, I forgot to mention, we didn't write it in, the sh- in those notes over there. In episode five, he straight up lied to Lamar's family about what went down. Yeah, he did. And that was never resolved. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. He's just like, I, 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 I killed the person that killed Lamar. And Lamar's sister was looking at him like he was real, like he was full of shit. She knows. Hey, John Favreau. Hey, Dave Filoni. Are y'all busy? Yeah, Can y'all right? hop in and be creative with this shit going forward? Uh, <laughs> like... <laughs> Like ba- baby Yoda's not a thing anymore. We we, uh, you know, can you can you just come back to us? Or Dave Filoni never really did anything with Marvel, so he no he didn't really. What they need to do is they need to put Dave Filoni in Kathleen Kennedy's spot. Just shoo Kathleen Kennedy away. I think John Favreau needs her spot. I think John Favreau needs to be a free agent so that he can come back and you know deal with shit like John Walker. True. Yeah. Favreau's been on both sides, you know. Yeah. You know, both sides. I think he needs a higher position up yeah. in, in Disney. Yeah, you're Basically, right. Basically, he needs to be over all of the nerd shit. Like, maybe Favreau's in charge with, of... With full creative yes. control. Maybe Favreau is in charge of, um, of Dave Filoni over at Star Wars. And why am I brain farting on the guy? Kevin Feige. Yes. Yeah, and Give him Marvel. Yes. Yeah. 
Like, Ke- well, Kevin Feige already has Marvel. He does. But give David Filoni Star Wars and John Favreau can oversee, you know, Disney's nerdy acquisitions. Right. Yeah. I think that I think that's the really the best. Are, are y'all listening? Make it happen. Yeah. We, like, Make is the mouse happen. listening to our podcast? Hmm. Probably not. They're listening. No, no. They're listening they're to listening. everyone. Yes. 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 There's spies everywhere. Yes. So yeah, I was really disappointed with how they they handled his redemption arc. They like what should have gone down is they should have had a reason where they had to beat John senseless, and he should have served some jail time in in the raft. Yeah, like why the hell didn't he wind up in the raft? It doesn't make sense. We missed a chance to see John Walker and Sam Moe sitting across from the table from each other. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> He definitely shouldn't be all buddy-buddy with Bucky. No. He shouldn't be cracking jokes and quoting Abraham Lincoln. No. Yeah. I agree. I fully agree. Completely mishandled his redemption. Yep. So where were we? Okay, so, uh, yeah. John does one good thing. All of a sudden, he's redeemed. So we're moving on to... Um, let's, talk, let's talk about Carly and and Sam's... Uh, oh! No, we, we've got to talk about what happened just before that. Carly and Sarah. Yes. Uh, well, we also forgot to mention that as Ka- as Sam busts in, somebody actually says, who are you? And Sam says for the first time, I'm Captain America. Yep. Yeah, that was great. All right, so Carly and Sarah, they have their confrontation, and that's when we find out that Sarah, surprise, is the power broker. Uh, like we didn't mm, all see that coming. Not Mephisto, as everyone was talking about. Hey, it still might be Mephisto. <laughs> Could be. Sarah is Mephisto. Yeah. Definitely. So, anyway. yeah, we found out Sarah's the power broker, and I really feel like that was mishandled, too. I feel like somebody else was supposed to be the power broker, and due to a oh, massive rewrite and what was supposed to happen in the series, that wound up getting scrapped. Right. I really feel like that went down. Uh, especially considering Zemo has been, Zemo has met the power broker before. Yeah. He's mentioned that he's met the power broker before. Yes. And he didn't, he didn't like say, Hey, it's you Uh at any point while he was with Sarah and kept referring to her, uh, to the power broker with male pronouns throughout the entire series. Yeah. Yeah. Something weird happened with the editing. It did. They, I don't think Sarah was meant to be the power broker, especially considering she's Peggy Carter's niece. Yeah. I don't think that was ever intended. They just kind of pulled this out of their ass at the end. <sighs> I definitely didn't like this ending as much as I did WandaVision. No. They closed WandaVision. Very, almost perfectly. Almost perfect. And, you know, they left it. They closed it and left it open at the same time. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Although I watched uh, how it should have ended for WandaVision. And, you know, when, like, she gets rid of the house and Vision's gone. Mm-hmm. He's... Vision says the thing like just uh, we've said goodbye before so it stands to reason we'll say hello again. Yeah. After the house disappears White Vision should have landed. He should have. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where the fuck is that dude? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It still baffles me. They uh, they were fighting. They got philosophical. White Vision <laughs> just says deuces. I'm out. Yeah. It didn't make any sense at all. <laughs> uh, John Favreau. Uh, Come back to us. Stop playing in space. All right, so after that reveal, Carly shoots Sarah, and that's when Sam winds up on the scene. Sam does his thing. He's trying to talk her down. He refuses to fight Carly for some reason, and she almost kills him. And did you also notice that they really missed a very good opportunity? In what? I don't know about you, but when she knocks him to the floor and says, stay down. Yeah. In my head, I was screaming, I can do this all day. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. I feel right. like everybody was watching that, waiting yeah. for Sam to say, I can do this all day. And he just yeah. gets up and says, no. I mean, you know, Sam's going to be his own Captain America, but like, I don't mind fan service every once in a while. Yeah. I feel like yeah. you kind of dropped the ball on that one. So Sarah winds up shooting Carly, very anticlimactic end, and that's really it. After that, you have Sam. He does this really awesome speech in front of the cameras about how the government could do better. You have Bucky. He's nodding. You have John Walker realizing, okay, this guy needs to be Captain America. Yeah. 
You know, like you can see it in his eyes. He's like, yeah, right. this dude, this yeah. dude's, the, he's the guy. Right. And Bucky makes the joke about how he wasn't really paying attention. After all that, we go to, uh, we go to the, the Wilson family cookout where Sam is literally invited to the cookout. Yep. So that was funny. He shows up with a cheap Walmart bunk cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, you know, they know Bucky can't cook. True. Like, there's no way that dude can cook. No, you're right. I don't know. Think he might have learned? He might have learned. I uh, picked up a skill or two in Wakanda. Maybe so. Five-year time skip. Yes. All right. He was gone during the five years. Oh, so speaking of Bucky and Wakanda, somebody pointed out something to me that's actually kind of heartbreaking. The scene with, uh, I can't remember her name, the uh, the the door melange, the, it's Ido or something like that. Io, I think Ido, it is. Yes. yes. Where she and Bucky are in the woods and she's activating his program. Yeah. How many times do you think they did that and he failed? Ooh, a lot. Like, that couldn't have been the first time that they did it. Right. So there were probably a lot of times where he went through where, like, he, he had to sit there knowing he was about to lose control, and then just one day he did. Yeah. Kind of makes it a pretty heartbreaking scene. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It, 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 it makes you think about it. Yep. So, af- after the cookout scene, you know, where, you know, Bucky's being all adorable with Sarah's kids. You know, trying to make a good impression on Sam's sister. Yeah. Um, we cut. Oh, we forgot to mention. Zemo rigging the or having uh, all the rest of the Flag Smashers killed in a car bomb. Oh, yeah. 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 Even from prison, that guy's not one to be trifled with. He has, you know, he's got some pull. Yeah, he does. I kind of wonder if General Ross has given him that pull. Could Already be. planning for the Thunderbolts. Could be. So, at this point, have the cookout. Was that before or after Isaiah? That was, I believe that was before. Okay. So, Sam goes back, sees Isaiah, and he brings him, you know, he tells him, get cleaned up, I got something to show you. And we find out that Sam had actually put a memorial for Isaiah in the Captain America Museum. Which I have to wonder how he got away with that, considering the Smithsonian is government run. Yeah. Like, did he get the government to admit that what they did, or was it just kind of like they tell the museum officials, hey, I'm Captain America, you're going to do this? I feel like it's the latter. He's probably got a lot of pull now. Yeah. He could probably get that loan. I mean, yeah, he could. He, <laughs> he can probably yeah. get that loan. Yeah. He, they can keep the boat. Yep. Yeah. They yeah. can definitely keep the boat. Um, I don't know if it was. You know, just my fragile emotional state at the time, going through what I went through this week. Mm-hmm. But whenever he brought Isaiah in to see that, mm-hmm. I cried. Yeah. I cried. It was a good scene. Yeah. It was a very good scene. But, yes, um, it, it was a very heart-gripping scene, for mm-hmm. sure. All right. So, yeah, and then we get our final cut scene, or not cut scene, but post-credit scene, where Sarah, she is, uh, she gets her pardon. And then she's on the phone, and she's like, hey, super soldiers are out, but I can get you all kinds of government secrets. So, yeah, she's going to be a big bad, and I'm kind of hoping she's a scroll at this point. Yeah. Who's she talking to on the phone? I don't know. Maybe the real power broker? Could be. Could be. So, got anything to add? No, man. I, you know, I kind of dropped it in as I felt, and we covered two episodes Pretty in depth, I we thought. Did. And what was your overall impression of the series? I need more. You need more. I need more. It's been confirmed there is going to be a Captain America four. Yeah, I'm where, excited about that. Yes, where it's going to be Sam. Yes, and I'm excited to see what they can do with a movie. I am too. Of, instead of a miniseries with him, I am too. I, I do have to wonder how they're going to make it more interesting without Sam being a super soldier. Yeah. Because there were some scenes where that super strength would have come in handy. It would have. Granted, I, I really also think that I feel like they're correcting a big problem that they made with Steve Rogers' character from the very beginning. 
Because the super soldier serum in the comics didn't give you super strength. Like, he was at peak human strength. Right. Like, uh, they did when the Marvel versus DC crossover, they did in the 90s. Like, Batman and Captain America fought each other to a standstill for hours. They were at the same level of strength. Yeah. There's no reason why Steve Rogers should be able to keep a helicopter from taking off like he did in Winter Soldier. Yeah. Like they, but they did that so that he could they so that they could feel like he could stand toe to toe with you know people like Thor, Iron Man, the Hulk. Yeah. But yeah. I really think it was unnecessary. You're kind of missing the point of what Captain America was. I guess they had to adjust things to make it more appealing to a modern crowd. Mm-hmm. And you know, forty, fifty years ago, Captain America in a comic book reading about this stuff that was good enough for back then mm-hmm. it's not good enough for these days it's good enough for Batman it's good enough for Batman but Batman's rich and he has gadgets true yeah it's very true but you know I, I'm not saying it's right yeah uh, but uh, it, they're not always going to stay true especially putting in on film putting it in, in front of a camera and everything like that mm-hmm. they're going to have to Make it visually appealing. Yep. So eh, that's that's my take on it. So yeah, well, with me, other than the other than the ending of the series, I really enjoyed the series. I did too. The ending definitely left a lot to be desired, especially the way they handled the way they handled John Walker and the way they <coughs> handled Carly Morgenthau. It didn't make any sense to me. Carly Morgenthau did a one eighty on her character, you know, and all of a sudden she's she's willing to you know be an actual bad guy. Yeah. Like, she went into a full-on bad guy in the last episode. I feel like she could have made... She, she could have grown into either an incredible villain or an incredible anti-hero. Yes. One of the two. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll never know now. And somebody also pointed out that she never really had a clear, like, mission statement on what she was trying to accomplish either. She was, she was more like this teenage girl that acted like a brat the whole time basically and yeah. her entire manifesto was one people one or one world one people yeah or, yeah one world one people she was what was it she was an extremist yep yeah an extremist teenager just pointing out a lot of problems with no actual solutions yeah one of the uh the the con pages that i follow on facebook posted an article the other day and it Made me grin real big. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, now, here, in, in the here and now, Captain America was born and raised in Louisiana. Yes, that is true. That is true. I know I he, in the I comics he's s- not. Yeah. No, he's from NYC in the comics. I can't wait to see all of the uh, con or not the cons, the cosplays. Yes. out going to come out for the, the Falcon Captain America yeah. suit. Yeah. Those are going to look awesome. It's going to be some good ones. Like the way we see some, because um, you've seen people with their uh, their Valkyrie cosplays with the wings that move. Yeah. They do that with a, with a falcon. Well, there was, awesome. there, was a, there was a girl at Wizard World New Orleans that had the big golden wings mm-hmm. from... Uh, from Goldar from Power Rangers. No, no. <laughs> I, I know where you're going with that, <laughs> yes. But it was, yeah, it was Wonder Woman 84. Yes. yes. And Which Wonder Woman 84 wasn't a time at that point, but that was actually a suit that Wonder Woman wore at one point in the comics. The uh, trailer had been revealed by then. Had it? Yeah. God, that was such a horrible movie. Did you watch it? I have it. I still have Don't it. Don't watch it. It's not worth I've it. I've got HBO it is Max, horrible. but there's other things I want to watch. Like Mortal Kombat? Like Mortal Kombat. Did you ever watch Godzilla? Still haven't watched it. God, you were letting me down. I know. I know. Um... I did watch the Snyder Cut. Like, you even have kids. You can sit these kids down and watch these. You know what? <laughs> Next weekend. Okay. Not Mortal Kombat. No. I would not let them watch okay. Mortal Kombat. That's, Good. Uh, Is it? It's like entrails pouring everywhere and shit like that. Cameron would probably think that's pretty cool, but Addie Grace would be so grossed out it's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I've got some homework to do for sure. Yep. You've been busy. I know, I know. All right. Anything else you want to talk about today? Um, Or you want to bring it home and go rearrange this gym real quick? 
Uh, let's let's bring it on home. Um, I know that I mentioned to you here a minute ago before we started recording that I'd like to eventually here in the next few episodes, I guess. Clash on the coast. Clash on the coast. Definitely, definitely. Um, you want to just plan to talk about that next episode? Sure, why not? All right, we can do, I'll do some research. And we got, uh, we've got a little bit of break on 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 what we you know we have a little bit of uh, wiggle room on topics. So definitely, definitely. Yeah, Maybe I can uh, figure out how to uh, actually get remote guests in. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe we can get Anthony to talk about it a little bit. Maybe so. Maybe I don't know. He let's laughs sh- at my memes, so it's, let's, it's let's possible. Sh- let's shoot our shot. We'll shoot our shot. Exactly. All right. Uh, so yeah. Cover sponsors again on Mass Studio on Instagram. Go follow him. Write me out. Go follow him. Go maybe, tell him. Maybe he'll uh, hop on the. Uh, I was about to Sam say suit. That. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's see if he'll make a um, a Captain America uh, a Sam Captain America costume. How about this? Go go on the the internet. Grab a picture uh, a still of the new Captain America. Share it to your story. If you got three grand. Buy one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so take that picture and bug the shit out of him and ask him when you're going to get that suit. Yes, definitely, definitely. Share it to your Instagram story. Tag them in it at Unmasked Studio. Let's make this thing happen. All right, so next up, if you want to make you a redneck John Daly, yes, get on StrikeForceEnergy.com and order you a big box of Lemon Strike Force and mix it with Mike's Hard Lemonade. I recommend mixing multiple packs in. We mix one packet in with ours and the and the uh, I said Mike's hard lemonade. I'm in um, twisted tea. Twisted tea. Yeah. The twisted the flavor of the twisted tea um, overpowered the one packet that we put in. Uh, so put like nine packets in. See what happens. Yolo. Yeah. Uh, it's only gonna cost you nine bucks. You might as well use promo code Atlas Strength at checkout and save twenty percent. You save money. Help support the podcast. Everybody wins. You get to stay awake and listen to us. Next up. Impact Mouth Cars. Go to impactmouthcars.com. Use promo code ATLASSTRENGTH at checkout. You're going to save 10%, and you are going to protect your tufuses. You can protect your tufuses. You can get great T-shirts. You can get tape. The tape is good for uh, Atlas stones on your arms. It's good for your yokes. It's good for anything you want to use it for as far as sports-related things go. You can also use the tape to... Uh, to Tape your nutsack to your taint when you're running so that you don't slap yourself in the belly button. <laughs> that that right there. there. And if you want to save money by doing so, promo code Atlas Strength at checkout. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. You got anything else? Nothing else. Awesome. Until next week, y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening. <laughs>